this is episode 30. What are the odds that it would be 30 when you turn 30? Wow. I know. The odds are pretty good because that's exactly how I set up this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You, didn't, you did. You didn't see that coming. I did not see this coming. I didn't, but I was I've wondering, been a mastermind behind you know, everything. I was wondering how why it took so long to get this thing started and now it all... It all makes yeah, I was sense. Like, Wait, hold. Hold two years. We're like bi-weekly podcast. I'm like, it has to be bi-weekly. <laughs> and we have to uh, delay at certain points. Yeah. It was all part of the plan. That's hilarious. Okay. Well, um, well, good on you for that. So welcome to the 30th Nope Kidding Podcast. Nope. That's Nope Kidding Podcast. Nope Kidding Podcast. <laughs> we have merch now. We do have merch. It's if, available. Go go buy it. Go buy it anywhere you can find it. <laughs> Which is nowhere. Nowhere. But, you know, if you're interested. But it wasn't a lie, technically. I can get you. I can get. I can hook you up. <laughs> give you the hookup. I'll give you the hookup. You have up. to win. You have to get the, um, you have to get the riddle right on Instagram. That's you'll right. And you'll get one for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but it won't be your size. <laughs> Send in your size so we can make sure it's not that. Yeah, definitely tell me if you get it right. If you know that you're right, I'll I'll message you and then you can tell me. How about that? We'll make it easy. We don't know what we're doing. So anyway, welcome to the 30th episode. And a little um, fun fact for everybody. Oh. 30th episode and Andrew turns 30. What? <laughs> what are the odds? That's the crowd going wild. Yeah, I figured. Okay. Yeah, it's not normal that I can hear the audience, but that time it's like they were <laughs> loud and clear through my ears. They were right here with us. Well, it was an, it was Hi, a special guys. occasion, so. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a this is a um, <clears throat> studio recorded podcast now with the live audience. Uh huh. <laughs> you know what was funny? Um, what show was I watching? Just clips of. Um, it was an old TV show. What was that show? Twilight um, Zone. No, not that old. But it was like 80s, I think. Like maybe 90s. But it was, um, they had a laugh track. And it was such a random thing. Like, why would they have a raf- laugh track? I can't believe I, I can't remember think of the show. Why is that weird to you? Oh, is it not a sitcom? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it wasn't like a situation. It wasn't a type of show that would have a laugh track. Um, <laughs> I think it was a cartoon, maybe. Or something. I don't remember now. Why can't I think of it? But anyway, if I think of it, I'll 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 just shout it <laughs> as I do. So, anyways. So was it truly a laugh track? If there's not that many jokes. No, no, like, no. It was you... like it was like a recorded laugh track to make the kids. It was a kids show, so it was like I guess it was to like to make kids think like to understand the humor and know when to laugh because I guess not all kids can get humor, you know. So I think it was like teaching kids. What like what was funny? I don't know. So it was a funny show. So yeah, why was, shouldn't it have a well, laugh track? Because it was not. It wasn't a sitcom. It wasn't a live audience show. It was. It wasn't even like you know real time. I don't know. It was just. It was just weird. I don't think any cartoons had laugh tracks. It was just not. It wasn't I done. See. Okay. It just wasn't done. You're like it just doesn't fit. It didn't it fit. It was weird. It was. I don't know. It was just, it just kind of stood out to me. So I thought it was weird, but I can't believe I don't, I can't think of the, the cartoon. As a TV show runner, you gotta, you know, try new things. True. I mean, it wasn't a bad idea because, it, you know, I feel like, I feel like laugh tracks really add, but sometimes they can take away too, where you're like, what, like, this, why are they laughing? This is not an appropriate time to laugh. And then you feel dumb because you're not laughing, but everybody else on the show is laughing. These like fake, <laughs> fake people in the background. So I don't know. Sometimes it, it adds and sometimes it takes away. It's a real finesse. Are you saying the fake people made you feel dumb? They made me feel, yeah, a little awkward. And, you know, I don't blame them. I blame, you know, the people that... I blame society. I blame society as a whole. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we need to get a laugh track. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I am the laugh track, aren't I? I, I, I guess. Whenever you're talking, I'm back here going. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that people say that I laugh really easily, so maybe I am the laugh track because sometimes I can just laugh at everything. It's yeah, and then they were like, "It's oh, a problem." Man. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not as uh, I don't have as good a humor as Lisa. And not humor. I don't have humor. Awkward. I just have like sense of humor. Uh, maybe I'm just a sensitive humor. 
you know, like. <laughs> you don't have a sense of humor. You have a sensitive humor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's totally what I'm different. trying to say. It's totally different. Um, so there's a gas crisis going on, apparently. Um, who cares about that? There's a boba crisis going on. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Yeah, I think I mentioned it actually before, so you should have. Oh. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but um, this this boba short it's a it's a problem, man. I'm I've been here's the thing. I think this is a this is a joint problem. Is that people are bored? They're at home. They want something fun like boba, and I think it's taken off at the same time that COVID has driven down the production of boba. I see. So, so when you say joint problem, do you mean like marijuana and boba go together? That's or? exactly what I was referring to. Okay. So <laughs> there's just an up, because everybody's at home, there's an uptick of joints yeah, going around. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Everybody, uh, all yeah. the stoners are ordering a boba, and now there's none for the rest of us. I see. Okay. Yeah, um, I th- that makes sense. No, but they they slapped a sign. I was like, I read some articles. I'm like, would that is that really going to affect us though? And they slapped a sign at quickly saying that the uh, the like shipping port backups, the global pandemic, the Suez Canal. Uh, there's no more boba. <laughs> well, they said they're lo- limiting boba to one scoop per person. Oh wow. Well, I will I will say that I do not partake in the the boba or the joints, mm. so I'm really not part of the problem. Yeah, um, there you go. You cannot blame me for this shortage whatsoever. Excellent. You're like, I'm absolutely <laughs> abstaining, and um, it's not important. <laughs> I bow out from this. They, they, I'm part of the problem for sure, because the oh, okay. boba people at my, the, the corner, the corner boba store have mm-hmm. begun to refer to me by name and try and get a backstory from me. Like, when oh. you go in, they're like, so do you live nearby? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> wink, wink, you here all the time? We're going to be oh writing an article about you soon, so we need some details. I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, Stop. And they're going to have to cut you off soon. Yeah, that's why he's like, he's like, listen, bud, leave some for the rest of Orlando. <laughs> Le- leave some for the pilgrimage. Some people come to... here from Maitland. Right. right. You're going to have to um, put on a disguise every time you go in. Something new. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a mustache. Oh, wait, you already have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put on a, like I'll a, put on a a not mustache i was gonna say maybe like a a mask that's not bearded it's like a clean cut face over your beard how is a bearded person supposed to disguise themselves exactly. come on they gotta they gotta make a fake not beard uh yeah you, you've got to find figure that out so that you can get more boba or mm. you're just gonna have to start hitting up new places yeah Oh, wait, what if I run out of gas trying to get there? Oh, okay. well, you got a bike now, so. Well, hang on. What, what's happening with the gas shortage? Yeah, so, I mean, there's technically not really a gas shortage yet, so to so to speak. I mean, like, they're trying to hide it, I think. Uh, they're putting out articles saying that nothing's wrong. But then, like, you go to the gas station and the line is out, out on the street and all the gas stations are running out of gas, mainly because... <laughs> Mainly, it's not so much that there's a shortage. It's that that there's a fear of shortage. So everybody's going out and filling up their gas and getting like, like taking all the gas. So there's, there's a confidence shortage. It's creating a shortage because of the panic. But I don't think so. Basically, there was something went on. Um, there was a hack in the gas system. I don't know. I don't know the full story, but they got hacked. And so they had to shut down production temporarily to resolve this hack issue. And because they had to shut it down, uh, people think that it's going to cause a delay in gas um, uh, distribution. So they're saying pretty soon it's going to catch up and then there's going to be a shortage. So they're freaking out and going out and getting the gas now to, to, I guess um get ahead of it so i don't know it's not that big of a deal there's a shortage in confidence yes that's what it is yeah exactly yeah yeah so um anyways speaking of big news i just want to throw you out there and say throw me under the bus not under the bus above the bus on top of the bus holding a big sign that says i am the billboard for big things coming yeah that's true yeah, I mean, you had your birthday, big three zero. You've got, you know, a wedding in the works, love of your life. You've got, uh, you know, some other cool things happening. So, like a podcast, uh, like a podcast with the most famous person in the world. 
and <laughs> you've got um you know future you got future coming up you got you know mm-hmm. some some deets to work out and some yeah. plans you some, know some oh some deeds <clears throat> some deeds and plans that some, involve deets some it's, deets for deeds exactly oh man if i'm gonna open up a realtor that's called deets for deeds that's perfect <laughs> that is perfect don't tell tim he'll steal that he'll steal that from you uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent yeah no i'm getting a house is what lisa's referring to yeah i i was trying to open the door for you because i don't want to just like you know sh- share your life story to people to total strangers that don't you need to know unless <laughs> you're yeah. like you're like i have this banner for you would you please hold it up <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay um, yeah so, so i'm uh that is actually an appropriate name deets for deeds because mm-hmm. there's a lot of details that require writing and uh formulating and coalescing and notarizing it's a process yeah and faxing and actually it's become surprise i mean i've never bought a house before but i've definitely had to sign papers before and i'm surprised with how efficient people have gotten with it like the um ability to just like click on an email and then click like sign 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 at the bottom and then it just says all right we automatically emailed it back to them oh yes the electronic signature age yes it's pretty amazing it is a little scary though because like you double tap one time and then you're like oh "Oh, i skipped like I skipped like a whole section. Like, did I just sign my soul away to some some uh, benevolent being? Very true. You never know with these deets people. Yeah. I mean, deets people. I messed that one up. Well, this, that would be uh, deets for souls. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. But um. Yeah. We're pretty far along. Everything's uh pretty Knock much on wood. set. We're, you're almost there. That would be I mean, really. They're really under cool. contract, so if they walk away, that would be a problem. <laughs> That'd be a bummer. That would be a legal situation. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so we're we're all good. Now I'll have space to uh, set things like panels on the walls that will reduce sound vibrations and mm-hmm. have a professional podcast studio. That's the whole reason I got it. It's one For large, us, yeah. It's one large podcast studio. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, you got to do what you have to do for success in this world. And I'm not going to have anything like that. So got nothing <laughs> for you. I, I just yeah. have, I just have. You're our, you already have a podcast studio. Don't, I, yeah, don't I do. Josh, but I, I don't have, Um, I mean, Josh it's, me it's in my bedroom. Does that count? I mean, I think the bed is kind of like soundproofing, right? That's it's true. So, it's kind of like it's a so big, soft. Yeah. It's a big sound absorber. Exactly. Really. So that's, that's my contribution. Um, <laughs> I planned that ahead of time. Just th- threw my bed inside my podcast studio. I'll have a podcast recording studio and I'll just have like a king size bed there. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, you also sleep in your podcast studio? No, like, no, no. It's never been used. It's just here for sound absorption. Yeah. I'll just like nail it to the the roof. <laughs> People are like, what the heck? Wait, you sleep up there? What? Am I in the, uh, the uh, what is that upside down house on International Drive? Yeah. Or um, Mary Poppins when they drink the... Uh, you see now that would make a lot more sense to anybody that doesn't live in Orlando right well I think they actually have those I don't think that's the only one I think there's more of them I don't know where but oh yeah I mean I see like the Ripley's all over the place but I don't really see those all over the place let us know guys do you guys have owned by Ripley's actually I think it is let us know if you have an upside down like building in your state county (laughs) somebody's like what does that mean (laughs) It's a it's a building where you walk up to it and you're basically coming towards the roof rather than the floor. And then when you walk in, everything is upside down. I, I don't know how to people explain. actually like I, a- I know that you don't know any better after that uh, statement <laughs> what this is, but Lisa's completely right. But I actually just remembered that I have a video on my YouTube channel of it. I think uh, like a t- chore, so to speak. I don't know. So, um, oh, there you go. I don't know how to navigate you there, but just <laughs> search for me or just search for the house. And I'm sure there's tons of those. So, uh, you don't have to give me the view, but you know, if you, if you like me, why not? 
<laughs> I like how you're like really worried that you might get good views on one I don't know. video. You're I, like, I don't want to like... Go at your own you know, risk. I mean, I don't know. Ah! Propagandize myself. What's yeah. the issue? What's the issue? Are you just... Ah! Oh, sorry. You couldn't hear that, but my computer just screamed in my ear. <laughs> it was a, I see. It was a reaction to that, and I... Sorry, I didn't realize I did that out loud. Actually... <laughs> Oh, that reminds me of um, what Tim was, our brother was talking about the other night. <laughs> His neighbor started singing and he said, oh, you you sing really good. And the neighbor was like, oh, you heard that? Like she didn't realize she was actually <laughs> singing out loud. It was really sweet. She's like an older, an older lady. And she <laughs> just, um, you know, but you always got to wonder, though, like if they really. Oh, yeah. Like she's like, come They're on. They're just now. like. Oh, you noticed my beautiful singing? Oh. I didn't even know I was doing that. What? You think I'm... I, yeah, wow. I, they're like, I just said you were singing. I didn't <laughs> Well, he did. He said he she had a beautiful voice. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it, it's... Okay, sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the Upside Down House, of what it's called. Well, I just sent you a link that I was like... Oh, you did? It really, re- it really reminds me. It's not that, but oh. it reminds me of Meow Wolf. Like this sort of uh, surreal experience, I would say. Holy cow. Where is Meow Wolf? This looks amazing. Las Vegas. Go, is it really? Go for it. I've been to Las Vegas. I don't think I've ever seen this. Um, yeah, I don't know that? how popular it is. I just It must be uh, popular. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's pretty trippy. I think they have, um, they're like in partnership to open different types of attractions. But for anybody mm-hmm. still confused here, uh, the I know, we're uh, just rambling Meow on, Wolf like... and um, Upside Down House are like attractions along the lines of maybe a Ripley's type of thing. That's uh, sort of their like surreal experiences. They're like uh, rooms and stuff that make you feel like you're in like a place bigger than you really are and then you go into another room and it's all painted like black and white stripes and it starts to like it makes your you know it's like an illusion that makes you think the whole room is spinning or something and then you go to the next one and the whole room actually is spinning but you're on like some kind of stabilized platform so you get like it's basically a bunch of rooms to give you vertigo <laughs> basically yeah yeah that's, that's about it i like the one it, that it sounds uh, horrible actually now that you put it that way <laughs> it's but it's trippy it's like you go into it and then like they have rooms that look super long for example like the willy wonka room you know where you it's like this you enter into what you think is a long hallway but then you take like three steps and you're at the end and you're like oh there's just like a <laughs> tiny door at the on the other side of this room but yeah. it was just like forced perspective that made you feel like it was a it's like giant that room or something <laughs> it's like that photo that they put out with biden and those those two um have you seen that? The one, it was recently, it went around, it went viral because... Oh, the Carters? Yeah. <laughs> they, but, were, yeah. they were like, somebody said he looked like their puppeteer. <laughs> and that's exactly what it made me think of. I was like, this must be like one of those rooms. But it was, <laughs> you know, I think it was just like a wide view angle lens or something. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, Anyway, I can't find the video, but I was going to, I was going to show you guys, I mean, tell you where to find it but can't find it so sorry mm. rejected well, i am uh i found something amazing okay okay we all like amazing things well i let's say this let's let's rephrase that i invented something amazing let's <gasps> rephrase even, that <laughs> i was like that's <laughs> even more amazing i theorized something amazing okay okay you got me on the edge of my impressive, seat right? no it's okay well i guess yeah yeah, well, this relates back. Have you tried my smoky teas yet? I gave you some. Yeah, I tried it like back then when you. I oh, how was can't it? Can't really remember it now. I think I remember it being like, kind of like a really um, abrasive and like <laughs> punch in the gut chai tea. Okay. <laughs> it's like so it had. It? It, well, it had like seasons to it but it was like most, seasons like seasoning sorry oh i thought you were like oh man it was like <laughs> there was winter and summer and i think i fell into fall at one point it was like a whole experience you know like walking through wonderland but no but then it also like seasonings like chai does you know with you know it's got whatever chai has in it different <laughs> seasonings i don't know and then but it was like um because chai is more it's not like a sweet seasoning it's more like 
dark seasoning. I don't know how to describe it's a dark it. Dark seasoning. Uh, let's see what's in. Let's see Savory? what's in chai. Yeah, well, kind of, but it's got like nutmeg, cinnamon, clove, so it's kind of has this warming seasonings, and that's kind of what it was like. But it also had this like overpowering spiced something. I didn't really prefer it to be honest. It was a bit too just like like it filled my mouth with like a fireplace. It's like it's <laughs> like I picked up the coals from a fireplace, put it in my cup, and see I put milk in it too. So I mixed it with milk, well like okay. o- o- oat milk, kind of like I would a chai. So I was like, okay, well let me just make it into like this, you know fall autumn type of a feel yeah but it was kind of more just like i just scooped up some um chars from inside the fireplace pumped it into my chai tea and drank that it was it was not <laughs> a good experience so um, you loved it so i loved it it was oh. you know i don't knock it it's it's something did you get what i was um saying a little bit about the like wasabi kind of nose uh heat I guess you didn't drink it straight. You can I think you have to have yeah, it. Yeah, like, I didn't. But to get that that I, effect, I got, I got a sense of repulsive um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, I was kind of like being attacked. If you yeah. want to go, go assaulted, that assaulted. Yeah. yeah, it was like an assault, an, a sensory assault. A sen- yeah. So for people that like to have their senses assaulted, hmm. um, I was. Um, I'm glad you tried it with the with the milk because I would have forced you to try it again. I'm saying <laughs> what I've discovered is that I tried the smoky tea with the milk. Okay. And it was amazing because I got personally, this is where, uh, you know, f- uh, different palates differ. But I personally got a toasted marshmallow thing going on. Really? It was kind of, yeah, I had like some oat milk. I'd put a little, or no, it was, um, it was the um, skim creamer. Okay. Soy creamer. Yeah. With a little bit of uh smoky tea and it totally gave it like a I think I think you could add like a, a little a pinch of uh, a little dr- drop of vanilla in there to like mm-hmm. accentuate it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was getting strong toasted marshmallow vibes. I think if you make a smoky tea with some maybe like vanilla milk and then you have um some chocolate boba and you put a little graham cracker crumble on top. Oh. You've you know, got a s'mores boba. You know I you know I like a s'mores. You know I like So that. you would love this. Okay, but why bo- why a boba? Of, of, what what do you mean why a boba? <laughs> why a boba? It's it's got to have smoky tea and boba in it, Lisa. Why you got What's why does why do you have to add in the boba? Cuz you oh, how else are you going to get your chocolate, huh? <sighs> Where are you going to get okay. the chocolate from? You got to chew it. You, you got to chew put your a chocolate. chocolate you could put a little bit of like chocolate drizzle in there. No, but that's what uh, up on top is the graham cracker crust. You're right. I um hmm. How can we do this to get around the boba? <laughs> <laughs> that's my question. You <laughs> see, you've hit a roadblock. I've heard a roadblock. I was into it, and then you really turned me off with the boba. Did Look, you know the though? Boba is essential. It is. It's essential hmm. to the experience. This is a this is a uh tea be meal. This is a tea meal. You gotta okay. you, you, if you're not chewing it, you're not enjoying it. That's Ew! Like like what what kind of sick person <laughs> does this? Who's who says okay? I don't have enough weird experiences in my life. <laughs> I need to create a scenario where I'm I. I'm drinking something, but I'm also eating something because I can't just do them separately and enjoy my life. Variety like a is normal. the spice of life. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's seems... ew. You just sent me a nut pod. What are you talking? <laughs> you're saying I'm weird. Why did you send me a picture of a nut pod? <laughs> nut pods are good for you. Okay. Whoa. I'm just saying, like that would be really good with your your. Maybe with your drink of choice, it's it's a it's called. You could even pods. you could even bring yourself to say the word smoky tea. Smoky tea, okay. I, I'm on for the smoky tea. Whatever, it's fine. Um, what I sent to him was a picture of almond plus coconut creamer called to- toasted marshmallow, and I was thinking that with this um, theor- theory that he has. 
that, you know, his theorizing, he could theorize that into his <laughs> theory. smoky tea minus the boba. What? Okay, here's another question. Extra is boba. This, How about that? Is this a cold scenario for you or is this a, a hot? Yeah, of course. Okay, because, you know, you kind of think of smoky as being kind of a hot experience. Yeah, we discussed this last time about... Yeah, we did. You're right. About the natural element of, um, you know, the the smoky tea. Uh But here's the thing. I mean, with the creamer and everything, I ended up cooling it down. It was fine as a cool drink. It has to be brewed hot, of course. Right. But um, I I did at the boba place on the corner, I did ask for um, one time because it gets annoying to try and suck up the bobas when you're at the end of the drink and you're... You know, you've saved a few for for last. Yeah. And the ice is now at the bottom because the drink is gone. And the bobas are all mixed up in the ice. And, like, you got to do this whole thing that looks like you're trying to, like, take a core sample or something. You got your straw with your thumb on it and you're digging through the ice. Oh, boy. Trying to to get out of boba. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? No ice. And he was like, you're crazy. Whoa, no ice? You'd rather have yeah. boba than ice? And I was like, no ice. I want to get at my boba. And he oh. was like, all right, if that's what you want. And I was like, that is what I want. <laughs> and then he gave it to me. And <laughs> what I didn't realize is, I guess they brew it hot. Yeah. And then they pour it in with the the milk and everything. Uh-huh. So then you end up with... um. <laughs> You end up with a, a lukewarm <laughs> situation. That's room even temperatures. Worse. A room, room temperature drink. <laughs> room temperature drink of... with boba. That's like the worst case scenario. That's so uh, gross. Well, the boba saved it a little bit. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Like, I was thinking, if it's just for the look of it, why don't you get little chocolate flavored ice cubes that are round like look boba who, and stick who, them who in there? About? And then they just like cool it and release the flavor without it being this like ridiculous, slimy eyeball that's coming through your straw into your mouth. Well, I mean, they always print the picture of the boba on the outside of the teas. So you don't even really, I mean. They print the picture? Yeah, like several of the places I go, they have like, they have it's basically not a, a picture. Cup? Well, it's like semi-clear and they have logos and stuff and they show like, they'll have like outlines of little ice cubes and the like dark little circles of the boba at the bottom. But they're not the actual boba. Right. They're it's pictured. Like a... That's sus. That is sus to me. <laughs> Excuse me. You okay. think they're, they're thought... accentuating their uh, boba? No. View? I think what they're doing is they're saying, this is the most disgusting thing you're going to put in your mouth. And if you visually, you know, see it, if you see it, it's going to completely turn you off. So I have to cover it up with some fake boba. Because but it's, it's a picture of the boba. But it's not. Because the boba would be enough for you. Why do they have to cover it up with a picture? This Okay. I mean, you could still see the boba through it. You know what's probably happening? The boba is probably like like disintegrating and turning into this like mushy. No, you know what happens to uh, them? It's weird. They get hard. They get hard? It goes the other way. Yeah, they get they get more and more chewy the longer you leave them. Oh gosh, you know there's this place in Winter Park. It's bizarre that I just realized when I was looking up places. It says it's called the Chewy Boba. Mm. Chewy Boba they in get, Winter Park. They get those very chewy bobas, huh? That like if I was passing that on the street, I would say, like, I would I don't even know. I would be turning the opposite direction. I, uh, what if I was like Lisa Bolin? If if there's a boba shortage, I must be in the minority on the whole boba um, craze. Well, I mean, the fact that there's all these boba shops and they don't I mean, say there like... there are. There's a lot. Because th- there's also tea shops that have boba and they don't really like put it as their main thing. But it's very f- rare. Like if they, if somebody's going to go into boba, like they full on big letters advertise like boba bubble tea shop, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I like, did it, did it go viral or something? Like what happened? How did this blow up? All the weebs. What? All the weebs. And I, I guess probably all the actual Are you saying uh, the weebs? Or the... Yeah, the, weeab- the weeaboos, the uh, the anime nerds that want their Asian oh. culture uh, in all of their foods. And uh-huh. then also the actual Asian culture filtering in from the uh, legitimate uh, places. Okay, so Delivering why... it to the weebs. <laughs> I keep thinking you're saying weeds. Like, 
because uh, you associated with joints before, and now we're into weeds. So I was like, W E E B's. W. So what does that mean? Weebs, weeaboos, people what? that are like really in anime, like big well, anime nerds. Why are they called weebs? Weebs? Yeah, what's um, that called? Why is it called that? Uh, let me look it up. I don't remember. Uh, weeaboo is mostly derogatory slang term for Western person who is obsessed with Japanese culture, especially anime, often regarding it superior to all other cultures. Um, a- AKA a Japanophile. Okay, so it's Western. It's not Asians. It's Western who's obsessed with Yeah, that's why I said, Asians. and then also the illegitimate like Asian culture that has come from oh. uh, you know the various Asian cultures. Okay. Like we have a very uh, uh, proliferant uh vietnam town in orlando so that's where a lot of these boba shops and stuff crop up so okay so what's okay i don't know i i just it's confusing to me because why would anybody want to put something like that in their mouth while they're enjoying a lovely delicious drink well because like what if you want to eat too then get a side dish no, because then you're like, that's like saying, uh, why don't you buy a loaf of bread and some ground beef instead of getting a burger? No, no, no. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> if you had a bowl of bobas that was not in a drink, if it was just a bowl of bobas, would you take a spoon and eat them? Sure. You would. I mean, there. I just told you a story about how I'm done with my drink and I'm trying to eat the bobas that are left. That's true. But the ice is in the way. Oh. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's like I've landed on another planet and the aliens are like, you make no sense. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> Please leave. Uh, yeah. Weeaboo apparently came as an alternative term to Wapanese. I guess Western Japanese oh, person. Oh, look at this. Okay, so I looked... Oh, wannabe Japanese. That's what it comes from. I looked up the obsession of, of bobas and it says... <laughs> the boba obsession. Explain. <laughs> it says, the name comes from a jelly-like appearance of the tapioca pearls that look like bubbles in the drink. The bubble tea obsession, however, may now have reached an unhealthy level with a 14-year-old mm. girl reportedly ending up with numerous undigested boba pearls clogging up her intestines. Well, you know, you, you got to take it easy. Wow um that's interesting she must have been down in those uh that boba oh unless they got like super super firm boba i don't know i don't know i just i it's interesting it's an interesting concept i just don't know how it became um how well i could see how it might have gotten started going back to the joint thing (laughs) just people sitting around saying hmm but how it took off is a whole nother mystery to me um mm. but anyways to each their own if you enjoy a good boba tea um i wish you well with that and full, thank you full enjoyment so go, i, w- go I wish it. you well and trying to never see somebody eat boba but i, mean, yeah, I will thanks. do it in front of you i so. understand it's it's your right can and I, you and i will uh, do you does that seem repulsive to you as well to see people eat it yeah, to see people eat it. No, because it's really more just like feeling it in my mouth and, and it being in my, you know, my own but personal like if, world. But like if I watch somebody hold a spider, it's a little uncomfortable. Okay. Mm, <laughs> no, not, I mean, even but that's But then again, not... you, don't, you don't have like a bobophobia. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> no, kind of I... fun to say. Bobophobia. <laughs> what, if, what if somebody does? <laughs> I wonder if they're... I mean, you're the closest person to it. So <laughs> let me know how it is. Oh my gosh. I think there is. Hold on. Um, um, I mean, it. I bet it would probably mess with the trypophobia people. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what they said. It's a trypophobia is an irrational fear of irregular patterns of holes and bumps. And it's said to be a fear. The reaction is a bit more like oh, disgust. Yeah. But, I mean, it is disgusting to me. So, but I just don't care. Like, and I feel the same way about, like you said, like if I see somebody else holding a bug, it doesn't freak, freak me out as much as it being, it's the thought of it being on my bot, like in my personal space. So, yeah. You don't get like a sympathetic feeling of it crawling on you? No, I don't. I, I'm fine with it. And also like if a bug is in danger, like let's say those grasshoppers that, you know, that I dislike that are now back in season, uh, which started about a week or two ago. If I see one of those in distress or like in a situation where they are you know in trouble or whatever i feel bad for them i'm like i want to save you but i cannot go near you to do that so i'm sorry you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 
Your life is like important I'm, to me, but my personal comfort apparently is. <laughs> I think what you mean is his. your life is important, but not to me. In other words, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm no hero. I care about you, but I'm not going to risk my life. You know, fair enough. Although, you At least know, you're honest. I'll try. I mean, I'll do what I can to a point. So, um, anyways. <laughs> to a point, somebody else to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of them, though, like I just recently put, um, I, I planted some gardenias and florigories in my back patio, which I thought would be amazing because... I've always wanted these like perfectly scented, beautiful flowers to just, I really love scents. So any kind of flower or thing that would produce or change a scent is just magical. Breaking yeah. a dollar. Or what? Breaking, or breaking a dollar. I don't know what that means. So you have lots of scents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where's the laugh track, Lisa? <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, so yeah, and I was so excited about this, but then I planted them and as not even joking, I hadn't seen a grasshopper yet at all since like last year. As I'm finishing up, I'm watering it. This is the last step. Watering the plants. I go to, I also have an aloe plant that was in a pot. I, I took it out of the pot and planted it into the ground and I was watering that. Look up and it's literally right above my head on <laughs> he followed he he basically was attracted to the scent of the gardenias and came because i looked it up and apparently ah. grasshoppers are attracted to flowery smells so Great. yeah that's what you've done i've just created a scenario where you know what this means lisa what does it mean you and the grasshopper have a lot in common that's true. We do. Maybe you need to get along. You know, I will maybe say. You're, maybe he's come to bond with you over a shared experience. Okay, maybe. But then guess what he did? He brought his friends. And yeah, of course. Everybody more the merrier. <laughs> the next day I walk out to my patio and I have an enclosed part of my patio and then an outdoor part. The outdoor parts where the flowers are. The indoor part is like screen so that, you know, like I, I could be shielded from the elements. And so... I walk out to the patio where there's, you know, the inside part. And on the screen are like two huge grasshoppers. So they've they've decided. Just try. Just try and come out here. Yeah. Well, he's like, I wanted to show my friends your beautiful flowers. And I was like, "Mm, but I have to go out and water them and you're in my way. So anyways, I think this is this. What, long story short, I think this has warmed me a little bit to the creatures. As you were saying, we have a lot in common. But uh-huh. since they're like hanging out on my screen, I can get really close to them without, you know, being in danger of them coming onto my person. So I'm just kind of studying them and trying to overcome this like disgust that I have every time I see one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe hold one. No, that won't happen. But I did. I did. I put my hand kind of like on the screen where he was to kind of test myself, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't get that far. <laughs> but, you know, we're bridging gaps. Um, but Facing fears. Facing fears. I ha- And then I went out one day and went to go water my plants. And as I'm watering the gardenias, I don't see one, but one is sitting on top of one of the gardenias. And I just like water it and it gets all wet and it was not happy. So Ooh, it came for you. It it made a move. It made a move, and money um, moves. So I think we're fighting again. And it, t- to be honest, they. I have, mean, if you only thought you were in a fight, it's probably not a very vicious fight. Well, he hasn't been back, so I, I scared them off, and I would thought that would make me happy, but now I'm kind of sad. Like I feel like I created this this oasis for them. This utopia. And then I ruined You're like, it's mine. You can't have any of it. And then it's like I tricked them. That's so sad. Yeah. Anyways, and then another sad thing is I had to, on the other side of my house, I have I have um, bushes, which are kind of like flowery bushes. So I'm terrified. To, I've always been terrified during the summer to cut them back because they love that plant. But then there's this new plant that's grown next to it which is like a new development since last year. I did not plant anything. It's just decided this looks like a good place to 
explore my roots. So they're doing that and it's grown kind of big. So I had to cut it back. And as I'm cutting it with these huge, you know, shears that you use to cut things, I cut the same Ooh. branch that one of them was on, one of the grasshoppers was on. He was- I thought I, you ground him up. Oh, no, but I was close. And he, he so they're, they're basically being attacked. They feel like they're being, it's, it's a misunderstanding. And I hope that they know that was both two into un, un, unintentional um, assaults. And mm. I'm, I'm hoping that there's mm. not a revolt is what I'm getting at. I what really... if a big alien came down and just started yanking skyscrapers up and being like, Could I you hope you understand. This is just a misunderstanding. <laughs> They're just in my way. Oh, no. That's funny. I, I think of that sometimes when, I, when I'm around smaller animals. I'm like, what do they think? Like, we're like giants. And, <laughs> you know, like sometimes I wonder, like, why are some animals just not afraid of you? And... Um, oh, that was one thing that came up was I was talking about bugs and how some bugs just, they're not as scared of you. And then I saw on a TV show about how if you're in the wild and you, you like don't have anything to eat and you're like, you know, stuck and you need to find food, they say if a bug is not afraid of you, if it's like out in the open and crawling around and doesn't like run away when you come near it, don't eat that because it's more than likely poisonous (laughs) to eat. Because they like, if you're going to find something to eat, you're going to have to look under rocks and trees and stuff for like grubs, because those are the things that, that, that are hiding from you. Or those are the things. The bugs that are out are like, go ahead. Yeah. They're like, yeah, see what, see what happens. I, I have a a mysterious hidden, um, assault weapon hidden inside of my, what is that, that thing called their body that's like sticks out. Ugh, that nasty part. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The part that kind of like curves, it looks like it's their body, but it also kind of looks like a, I don't know. It's like. It's a penis. It looks gross. Yeah. <laughs> it looks revolting. Um, Sounds like you're talking about a penis. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? The abdomen part. It's called the abdomen on a grasshopper, but oh, it's, I don't know. There's, oh, you mean like that, like a cornucopia looking yes. thing, like just their thorax. I don't know. Yeah, although they do have genitalia, so yes, but yes. Anywho, uh, moving on, we could stop talking about this. We talk about, I feel like we talk about this so much. (laughs) Your bugs? (laughs) It's a huge part of your life, you know? Like when you're not terrified about boba, you're terrified about these bugs. Yeah, exactly. It's a a rough (laughs) existence. I sound like I'm afraid of everything on, on the planet, but I'm not. What if, what if, uh, one of those, uh, grasshoppers just like, you well, you came out of your bathroom one day, and one had you cornered. It was there hopping towards you. Ah. You're like, ah, and it just spit a boba at you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I wouldn't know it was a boba. There's no way in my mind would I think grasshoppers <laughs> enjoy boba. And well, wouldn't that be more terrifying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I would be. I would <laughs> just be like, like a, did you just shoot a black circle? That's like. <laughs> that, that's an <laughs> alien pod you just threw at me, and <laughs> what is what is going to arise from this egg that you've just thrown at me i don't know i can only <laughs> it's a imagine caviar. you should cook it up ew no but oh you know what i bought recently i bought capers because mm. i remember a couple occasions where i've ordered something from a restaurant and it had capers in it i remember it being so good mm-hmm. and i always just assumed it was the capers that tasted good so I bought some and I'm hoping to use it soon to see if it's as glorious as I remember. Mm. Well, you should probably use like a standard recipe because I think they come, you know, they kind of put in like an oil and stuff and kind of tossed up. True. Standard. It's kind of like how, you know, Brussels sprouts are always either made the good way or the bad way. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that situation. I, I, I would imagine. Yeah. But I uh, haven't really made capers. Did you get a special caper spoon? No, I didn't. I'm going to miss out on that. You got to Yeah, you got to have special capers. I feel like there's just always a special caper spoon. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called. Maybe it's just a small spoon, but uh-huh. it always served with like a little tiny spoon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have tiny spoons, but they're not, they're not for things. They're just, they're, they might not, <laughs> they may not. What even, are these spoons for? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. They're not really, I, I don't even know if they're spoons. They just, they have a scoop looking thing, so. I don't know what, there's some Mm. things in my house that I don't know, I don't know. So I'm actually getting rid of a lot of stuff. So that's, that's a good plan, right? I've been clearing out, um, minimalizing. 
But true. Um, also, speaking of food, going back to that, I've been making these walnut tacos lately, um, and I recommend them for people who walnut tacos. Yeah, so like the walnuts. Oh, you haul out a walnut and make a very tiny taco. <laughs> no. Is that accurate? <laughs> no. <laughs> I could see that though. <laughs> Just one small little one small little thing. No, what you do is you the the walnuts and you can mix lentils in there too, but the walnuts are the meat rather than taco meat. So it's a substitute. And you basically grind up the walnuts into like you not like totally grind it up in a food processor, like just so that it's like chunky but not full walnutty. And mm-hmm. you mix it with different seasonings or taco seasoning or whatever, <clears throat> a little bit of water, and you and it turns into like what looks like taco meat, but it's not really. But you could also add lentils in there for a little bit of extra. Does um, it like soften up? Yeah, like it, the longer you leave it, the softer it gets. Um, but it's it's usually a little bit uh, crunchy. But you know, it, depending on what you put in there, it really you really don't notice it. But it tastes really good. I'd be I'd be really cons- disconcerted if my uh, taco meat was crunchy. <laughs> well, I mean, I bet it tastes good though. It, I bet it tastes amazing. It does taste amazing. Like if you add stuff to it, so you're putting in lettuce, you got some tomatoes in there. You probably have like I don't know what do you put on your taco. Um, well, it depends on what kind of, it's like a street taco or like a standard, you know, if I'm getting like a, I don't know, like a fajita plate, then I'm going to put on like some meat. Probably, I usually put chicken, but if there's ground beef, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then some sauteed uh, fajita vegetables and then like a little uh, lettuce, cheese situation, tomato. What about avocado? Avocado would be great. And, um, and lime. I don't think it would, I, I wouldn't say it would be a standard taco ingredient, but... Okay. It'd be a pretty common one. Now, I know we differ on this, but sour cream. Oh, no. Come on. Get that out of here. I also have to rewind and scold you a little bit on making a fajita. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Ma- making a fajita with with ground beef. I mean, who does that? I, well, I did say that I would prefer chicken. I know you if said that. ground beef, it's fine. You said it was fine, though, with ground beef. And, yeah, and at that point, it's a taco. It's not a fajita. So... Well, you did ask, uh, what do I have in my taco? That's what do true. I, have in my fajita? I don't know where Although, fajita came from, but you a fi- know. I don't know. Fajita isn't really even a thing. I mean, there are fajitas, <laughs> and then there's like a fajita taco, but okay. like, you, there's not like, you don't just eat a fajita. <laughs> <laughs> I think a fajita would be like a single like grilled bell pepper. Yeah. Well, okay. Suit yourself. All right. So back to the sour cream. Um, I think a taco cannot be complete without a sour without sour cream. I can't even imagine. Is it that you like the the creaminess? I like the flavor and the creaminess. It t- it kind of just balances all it all out, and it, it really adds to um like the whole experience. It's I don't know. Are you? I have to ask viewers sour cream no sour cream i just it weirds me out that that you don't like sour cream i don't want i mean if there's like a very minimal amount i could probably be okay with it like if there's like a for someone uh, who likes dips this is my issue it's like the thing is it's like it's a lot and it's like they i think i feel like places just put too much like it's become a thing that people are like oh yeah i want a bunch of sour and they just like put a tablespoon of sour cream and it's like it could be like a I don't know. It feels like almost a mix-in thing. Like I'd want to mix in with a little bit of the like taco meat to make it more creamier. Interesting. Rather than it just be like <laughs> a cold white blob of like like when you bite it, like kind of squirts out in your mouth a little bit, and you're just so. Like, what if you just like grind up every ingredient in a taco and just put it all together into the meat, and then just slap that onto some tortillas and eat that? I mean, I guess, like, whenever you don't like something, it would be better off if it were just fully incorporated so you didn't have to think about it. True. Then again, olives get worse the more you put them in stuff. Olives? (laughs) Yeah. Let's just get those out of here. We don't need those. I was eating Ropa Vieja the other day, and there was, like, there was just olives hidden all all throughout it. I didn't, like, that's not traditional, right? That was random. Sorry. What the heck? There's an olive in here. You were eating what? Ropa Vieja. 
Oh, because that's normal. Like, what? what is that? Um, that's an old woman's clothes. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like an old woman's robe that has seen better days. <laughs> um, it is, uh, it's a dish. It's a traditional uh, Spanish Latin I dish. looked it up and it's Cuban. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean. Sounds right. I don't know. One person. Cubans have very interesting names for stuff. Like they have uh, the medianoche, which is like the sandwich, the sandwich that's just called midnight. Okay, midnight. All right. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of interesting uh, named foods I mean, that are Cuban. I, I will say it looks good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's delicious, especially it with really like uh, some plantains and stuff. Normally, I don't go for the plantains, but they're pretty good in Ropa Vieja. No, they they actually mix them in. No, they're usually like a side thing. Oh, okay, but. okay, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a Cuban thing. Um, Mike used to work at a Cuban restaurant and in college, and he it turned him on to the whole plantain thing. So now he really loves. A good plantain every now and then. He craves them. So, um, yeah, he's on that. Who knew? Deep fried banana. Who knew? Um, I don't hate them, but I don't love them. I could, I could, I could take it or leave it. But I do love... Yeah, I think it's like a... It's a powerful flavor. Less of... I, guess, I feel like a little less than a banana, but it's, you know, it's just... You gotta deploy them tactically. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I wonder how they are with dessert. Like, could you make it with like well, Could a, they be the bridge? They could. Could they be like the, you have a steak and then you have a couple plantains and then you go mm-hmm. into like a banana split. Okay. Well, that could be the, that could stretch. be the bridge. Uh, may, I don't know. That's, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I, now I do, there is a restaurant. I can't remember where they do this, but um, I think it might be Polo Tropical. They have a plantain. It's basically like a wrap and the plantains are inside the wrap as like part as like the meat because it's a it's a vegetarian. What dish. does it rhyme with? What does what rhyme with? Plantain, maintain a grain. They all rhyme. Yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering how you rap with it. <laughs> no, like hey, come on, where's eat, the laugh track? Ch- <laughs> <laughs> that's like that obnoxious person in the audience that's like above everybody. <laughs> still with me <laughs> i think it blew up my audio i think so oh my god yes um that obnoxious person anyway it's a plant-based dish that they have i think it's a restaurant i don't know anyway and that's pretty good but i also like the plantain chips i do like those i have some here at, actually at the house right now and that's really good um but oh, have you ever had that with moho yeah moho's good yeah, it's um, not healthy, but right, yeah. <laughs> it'll turn anything into something delicious. True, true that. Um, yeah. So, I think it's about that time that we rhyme, or should we? Should we? Um, See, I knew you were trying to rap. <laughs> Actually, before we go, I mean, we still have time. So, Cuban dishes, delicious. There's a lot of different um, cuisines. I, I, as I get older and older. When someone says, what's your favorite cuisine? I basically don't have an answer because... I say lean. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even the laugh track. That was a real laugh. <laughs> I gotcha. I got you with that one. That was a good one, yeah. That was good. I mean, it was just so quick and on point. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. I guess... Oh, I do have... I did... Add a little something, something to my, to my, well, it's kind of like both indoor, outdoor, um, what is it called? Not aesthetic. Activity. Not aesthetic, but like something you put in your home. Um, decor. Decor. Thank you. I couldn't think of that word. It's indoor, outdoor decor. So what it is, is it's a clear birdhouse that attaches to your window. So. You, oh, for the grasshoppers. No. It's a birdhouse, <laughs> not a grasshopper house. I'm not that welcoming. Well, hopefully the grasshoppers will go in there so that when the birds come to stay, they're like, oh, full <laughs> pantry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want them to get eaten or anything. What do you mean? You're apparently a fan of the birds. Yeah, what are the birds going to do? That's true. It's so hard. They're an invasive species, you know, those uh, grasshoppers. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear about the whole elephant situation? That's well, this sounds depressing. It's so depressing. Like, I almost want to raise up and I, I don't know what the, I don't have a good answer. So it's hard to complain when you don't have a solution. I hate that. Right. 
So it's just such a sad situation. I feel like there needs to be great, I'm sure there are great minds at work on this, but basically um, there's elephants in, I want to say Zimbabwe? Scandinavia. Zimbabwe maybe, or I don't don't know exactly where. Um, Just look it up because it's it's well known. But these elephants, they've done such a good job at replenishing them as they were going extinct that now... They've become an invasive, and there's too many of them. And <laughs> so they're talking about. Damn, that would be that would be a rough invasive species to have. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's like elephant breeding season. You're like, oh god, they're everywhere. Yeah. Well, the problem is that there's so many of them that the ele- like other elephants can't. They're like eating up all the food, so there's not enough food for all the elephants. Oh, they're starving. And it's also causing. Um, problems for other animals because they don't have food because they're being tramped they're trampling all their food and um anyways so and they're talking about like mass murder of all of these elephants and like because of the way that they have to do it it's sad because they said that because because elephants are such a tight-knit family like you've seen those videos of if the baby something happens to the baby elephant like all mm-hmm. the elephants run over they're like so attached oh. to each other and so anyways, they said that they can't just kill one elephant in the, in the family. They have to take out the whole family or the or the family will grieve and it'll be more painful for them. So they basically have to kill out <laughs> what the heck an enti- entire herds. I don't know. I mean, it's weird that they're concerned with like their well-being where they're like, oh, man, we don't want them to be like emotionally damaged. So let's just kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it says it's called culling. It's called elephant culling. And they said um, it's basically their best solution because it's the only. I mean, this is kind of what they do with uh, you know deer and stuff, right? Like they get at, there's a certain point where they become like overpopulated and they have to open up like a hunting season and stuff. That's like the point of those seasons. Yeah, I know it's true. But then they also say that well, people are kind of against it because they said once you open up the doors to that, it's not going. Like, people are going to take it responsibly and they're going to abuse the power in order to get ivory again because they banned the, the you know, obviously kill the elephants for ivory. And right. so, like, people are worried that this is going to cause, like, act, like bad killings and, like, people who should not be out doing that and giving them, like... Well, I mean, are they planning on selling the ivory? I don't know. Like... I'm sure they're going to put restrictions. Or I guess uh, they're probably the situation is going to be that there's going to be a bunch of elephant corpses somewhere, and then somebody's going to be like, "Oh, let me go get that ivory." True, but the other alternative solution they came up with was birth control. So like elephants just can't. Here we, here we go. Last time we were on about peacock <laughs> birth control, and now we're here for the elephants. You know they're trying. Jeez, where where will science go next? I know. How but- are you going to get? How are you going to get the elephants to take their birth control? I don't know. I mean, I guess you'd have to hide it in their food. I have no idea. But it's just, it's it's a hard thing to talk about because, like, what do you do? You know, like, well, no good answer. There's no good. I mean, there's really not. So I don't know. Hopefully they come with, with a good solution. It's just so, so, uh, I don't know, just painful to think about that. I don't know. It's like it makes no sense to me in a lot of ways. Just no sense. You know, like that there there could be overpopulation. Well, because there was, they were. Can they transport them elsewhere so that they I can said. be like? I'm like maybe they could transport them to like in places that maybe more. they have gone and extinct. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they thought of it, but I don't know. But it's like, oh man, who need who's gonna move a whole herd of elephants? I mean, they could do it. It probably would take a lot of financing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what they're worried about. Or know. just train train all of them to ride and then ride them to wherever they go. There you go. go. Befriend and that them. Would, that would be fun and interactive and uh, enjoyable for them, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe. And they could get paid. It'd be like everybody has, you know, it could, it could turn into like a, I mean, I don't want to abuse them by having people ride them. But I mean, you know, like it could turn into a business, you know, people can come ride the elephants to their new location set them free yeah yeah there you go and then how do the how does the business continue <laughs> well there's a lot of elephants so they go back to the next herd you know do it again i don't know wow. but anyways but on a positive note i saw a video i don't know if you've seen this video but it's 
Um, I think I sent it actually to our group messages, but it's basically net a pods. not net pods, not that much, not <laughs> that pod pod. That should be a podcast name. I wonder if it is. Anyway, um, nut pods. <laughs> like where the 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 hosts are nuts, like they're like crazy, and they just right. That's kind of like that's us, you know? Like we just spout random things and sure hope yeah. that it makes sense and that people don't think. You know, or maybe they do get on board with, with the crazy. They eat nutter thing. butters and they talk about various kinds of nuts. nuts and how to toast them. How to toast them, how to grind them, how to make them into milk. I mean, there's lots of things you could talk about. Oh, they call it Nut Milk Pod. Nut Milk Pod. Is that an actual place? Is that an actual podcast? Mm, I hope not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this heartwarming story that I'm telling you about is of a, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it came out for like, mothers and it was a mother with her baby she was holding her like infant and she was at a park where there was uh gorillas and she went up to the glass with her infant baby and then this gorilla came over and was so interested in the baby and she was like pointing to it through the glass and like trying to like pet its face and she just was looking like she was really caring about this infant and then she goes and apparently she was a recent mother too so she goes and gets her baby and brings it to the the fence the the glass and so Uh the mother with her infant and then the gorilla is showing her her infant and they were just like comparing each other's infants it was just the cutest video of (laughs) it was so wholesome and sweet i don't know but that was so. the equivalent of like a gorilla being like, hold on, I got pictures in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, let me show you my baby. It was just really sweet. Um, yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Real sweet. I like that. That's the deets for deets for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't bring up Harambe. So anyways, um, cool. yeah, I guess that's uh, all the time we have to depress you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, We're get here out to- there. Try your boba. Happy 30th. Yeah, there you go. That you covered all the bases. Should we should we riddle or should we rhyme to end this podcast? You know, I don't know if people like the riddles because do a rhyming riddle. Well, no one ever leaves reviews or really engages with me on social media, so Oh, I'm... guys, what are you doing? You're standing her up. Oh, I'm I'm just becoming that child or that lonely subway rider that's just over in the corner talking and laughing <laughs> to do yourself with oh, either a, well, either an invisible friend or myself um it's it's becoming depressing guys so get over to the instagram account or leave us a review and dm me answer my polls you know if you're if you're a listener and you are on instagram what does it hurt to just like you know because i see you looking at the i see you you're you're looking at the polls you're just not pushing the you're just not i don't know it's you know know. lisa's here calling you out putting you on blast audience you're you're blasted. I love you. Um, I still love you anyway. It's unconditional. But I like I like the idea of somebody like scrolling past one of your posts on their computer, and all of a sudden it just cuts to like your video of you in your room, and you're like, "Hey, hey, what, what's the deal? What's that about? Back, huh? Go back right now and push the post. Push it. You better pull. You liked it. You better pull. Or I'm. I'm Why com- didn't you respond? I will come for you. <laughs> just kidding. Um. Yeah, so let me know, because how else am I going to know? I'm just going to keep putting it out there, and then you're going to be like, aren't you just curious to know what other people, like, where you rank? Maybe you don't care, but where do you rank on on the answer? Like, do you like sour cream? Do you not like sour cream? Do you want to know how many listeners that we have? The whole reason we have this podcast is to gain your data. We're here (laughs) trying to farm, uh, you know, marketable uh, graphs and charts about public interest. And you're all ruining it. Exactly. God. Oh, that's one thing. I watched Napoleon Dynamite again. He's like, God. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It was still pretty funny. Anyway, um, I'll 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 riddle you up. I'm going to go for it, you know? Yeah. Oh, guess who's calling me? Guess who's calling me? It's the point dynamite. <laughs> no. Um, I'm getting a call from a lonely uh child who wants to play pickleball. Ah, uh, well, time to go, folks. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I got my riddle. Just shut your mouth for two seconds. Okay, I, I will. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, that was harsh. 
That was a bit brutal. I uh, I'm very bad. And nothing and nothing came out either. I shut my mouth for two seconds. <laughs> it's messed up. I'm very passionate about my riddles. Okay. Um, of course. <laughs> and your rhymes. Do a rhyming riddle. Come on. That's a lot of pressure. I I don't know if I can come up with a rhyming riddle. But what belongs to you, but others use it more than you do. Oh, that kind of rhymed. Oh, it does. Whoa, okay. Ooh, Lisa. I did it. Ooh. Hey, hey, woo. This boom, is the studio boom, boom, audience. Boom. <laughs> All right. Thank you for uh, coming out tonight to our studio live show. Yeah. Uh, hope you all had a blast. And we'll see you next fortnight. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. That's why I say cheerio, not goodbye. Remember our old tune. Be back soon. I am so weird. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. (laughs) Or no, it's sorry. I love you. (gasps) Bye-bye. That was so good. Was it good? That was so accurate. I'm not even going to use the the regular one. Oh, good. I'm just going to use yours. I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye.